Heaney Jenkins talks about life at Queen Victoria Māori Girls Boarding School in 1978. <laughs> Me matiki hoki, ka matiki mātou, ka hare ki te horoi. In a typical day, at half past six in the morning, the bell rings. Most of the time, we want to sleep in, but we can't. We get up and go for a wash. Queen Victoria, Queen Vic or Wikitoria as it is sometimes known as, is steeped in a history of scholarship, kapahaka and religion or whakapono. But back in the 1990s, life at Queen Victoria Māori Girls Boarding School for ex-student Mariah Timutimu had its ups and downs. But for her, the strength of sisterhood is something that still resonates 20 years on. But it wasn't just the discipline that came with staying at the hostel, it was the mischievous times as well, especially when it came to food. I, I often laughed that I was like hungry for five years because I was like so hungry all the time, you know. I didn't do anything really when I was a junior, but when I was a senior, like me and my mate would run away to the shop. I think I never really stole bread, but friends would steal bread, so then I would get some bread. But, you know, one time I remember, one time the bread had been stolen that night, and then the next day no one got any toast, so we had to have wheat bix, you know. So there was a big uproar of, like, you know, who took the bread? <laughs> it wasn't cheap bread, so it was actually quite quality bread, you know. So, yeah, so that was those were some of my memories, like, you know, centred around food. Like I just really loved Kapahaka. You know, 1995 was my best year because we won Poly Festival and we went to Europe. You know, like I wanted to be in Wakahuya when I left, but you know, I just didn't really pursue that. But I really loved Kapahaka. As we wrap up the series, Toy, I'm with artist Mariah Tsumutamu, who not only shares her stories about life at Queen Vic, but why 20 years later it now forms the theme of her recent artwork as she studies towards her Masters in Fine Arts. I'm at her home in Matapihi, Tauranga, where she talks about her work as an arts teacher in Rotorua and her love of just making stuff. E te maria me tahuri mai ki te kaupapa nei, ko tēnei te hōtaka o te ahikā, ko Justin Murray, ahau. Mariah's career as an artist began around 10 years ago. She was commissioned to create large artwork pieces for Te Whareihau in Taniatua. Made from computer keyboards, the pieces displayed in the reception area. Several years ago, she created a large piece in the foyer of the Bay of Plenty Polytechnic, now known as Toi Ohomai Institute of Technology. Her Perspex pieces have also featured in the Māori Market Expo in Wellington. This year, 
One of her pieces included an installation of 300 poi made with used bread packets. An arts teacher at Western Heights High School in Otsurua, Mariah was the recipient of a study grant, which means she is on full pay while studying towards her Masters in Fine Arts from Whitecliffe. I've been passionate about art for as long as I can remember. Um, I've always loved drawing, and even when I was at Matapihi School, I rem- I always remember like loving to draw. With school teacher parents, education was a whānau affair. In fact, both Mariah's mum and dad taught at Tipene, or St Stephen's Māori Boys College, the brother school to Queen Vic. So I started there in 1992 and I had, I was fresh out of Mount Intermediate. So I think I was like 12. I went right through until seventh form. There was one time where I tried to go to a mainstream school, but I didn't work. So yeah. I came straight back to Queen Vic. I, I attempted or I spent the day at uh, Rose Hill College in Papakura. Um, yeah, so that's always kind of quite funny for us for me to reflect back on. <laughs> uh, myself and my siblings, so my three sisters and my brother, we all were sent to Māori boarding schools. So my brother went to Te Aute and me and my three sisters went to Queen Vic. Like, reflecting back, I mean, they're like your formative years, right? So really important. It gave us a really uh, great grounding in, um, in being Māori and having strong female Māori role models. Why is it that it's such a strong subject in your art and, and you've tailored some of your art yeah, on yeah. the school? I think it was um, it was a combination of different things. So um, I'd always wanted to do, because I'd been looking at doing my master's for year, <laughs> like five years ago, you know, like yeah. I was like, yep, I want to go to Massey because that's where Bob Yonke is and like I've learned so much from his, the the students that he's taught, like that's where I want to go. And so I was weighing up between Massey and Whitecliffe. And then also at the same time, I was thinking like, oh, what am I going to talk about? You know, what's my co-papa? So I think maybe like I was thinking about, or maybe they had gotten or found the stolen carvings out of Te Puhu or Tepine, like in the, in the whare, in the whare at St. Stephen's. All those for Kairo have been um, stolen. And I think they'd found them around about the same time. So I thought, wow. oh, I want to do, you know, something like based at and you know because dad was there he went there taught there I mean we lived at like four different houses on that in that area Um, mum was a principal there there when that closed so I was like oh yeah you know so I thought about my school and then I thought oh yeah you know like three years ago that I was going to look at Queen Vic before Mariah took up full-time study in her work as a teacher, she found disparities in the mainstream classroom compared to her own experiences. Her teaching role took a bit of a toll and she was ready to step out of the classroom for a short while. Honestly, it just like chipped away at me teaching full-time and commuting from Taranga Turuturua. Yes. And just the... Um, in terms of being educated at Queen Vic and then seeing Tawira at Western Heights High School, our rangatahi would never get that same, have that same kind of education or be in a space where being Māori 
is so the norm or it's so up there or it's part of your everyday that it just is you you know we come from an amazing culture we're an amazing people and I really wish that you know that could be experienced so the kids or aurangatahi in those spaces or outside of these kaupapa Māori spaces you know that's the norm like it was a combination of wanting to do my masters I selected Whitecliffe but mainly because I had known or met like maybe about four people that did their masters through Whitecliffe and they spoke really highly of it so that's why I went there. In January, Mariah has plans to host her graduation exhibition at the school. There are some challenges there in that the buildings remain unoccupied and derelict. But she says the space is just as important as the art itself. Um, so it's all about walking into a space and, you know, the artwork is placed in a way that it considers the space that you're in. Because I've been thinking about it for four, four or five years, mm-hmm. I literally, you know, went in there and I said, this is my kaupapa, I'm looking at uh, Wikitoria, I want to commemorate the school and I want to commemorate the girls and I want to, you know, I, that's literally what I want to do. <laughs> and in this body of work, I want to do some interviews with the old girls and I want to gather some, you know, some kōrero and then make work from that corridor so literally that's kind of what I've done so I've kind of gone out and then I've looked at my own corridor so I looked to myself first about you know writing about going to kura etc and then I went to the next level where I looked at my sisters because they were very accessible and because there's four of us you know that attended you know that's quite um, interesting um, so we did a series of interviews that weren't audio they were just written interviews um, I've also had like there's always been a sound mostly a sound component. Taking inspiration from a 50-cent coin, Mariah noticed the profile of Queen Elizabeth. From that image, she created large-scale cameo pieces, first experimenting with profiles of her sisters. Each of them wrote about their experiences of their time at Queen Vic, which formed part of her mid-course submission. I wasn't actually trying to create these cameos. I was actually just trying to create like work based on my sisters and our interviews. And I was playing around with our silhouettes from our school photos. And I was putting our faces on top of each other, making these like single identities that look really crazy. Not my style, but you know, like I'll try it because you know, something might happen. Yeah. And then I was. I was doing that on my computer, and then I just looked down, and then I saw like a fifty cent piece or something. I'll get that, <laughs> you know, like, and I'll take my sister's current silhouettes because it's their current whakaro. And I just went up home, and they were all at home. Well, two of them were at home, and I just said to my sisters, "Turn around, can you guys stand up and go by the wall? Just turn around. I need to take a photo. It's for my uh, mahi toy." And then I just went. I just did my thing. I just made my big life-size portraits. All the things that I do in terms of my work, there's always a making component that I make. You know, I've tried to kind of meld those together in the mm. space, like the object with the sound, because I think like the spaces are actually to create an experience and they're not typically actually works that you would go and buy, you know, they're not the buyer. The work that I make actually is, it's been really like about uh, a collective making and communities. 
Poi Kiko is one of Queen Vic's anthems. One of the large installation pieces that Maria put together was the making of 300 poise made with used bread wrappers. So she used her networks and social media to collect 300 used bread wrappers. It was a collective response. 300 bread bag poise that um, I 300. had. Yeah, these 300 bread bag poise. And because um, that's what we used at Queen Vic, right? So I wanted to create the real object from school and create an installation using it and have a sound component. So so this installation that I'm talking about involved, we made 300 poi, but maybe I don't only, I only put up like 200 poi on a wall, right? So you've got your bread bag poi on a wall in a pattern. In order to get that those poi though, it took like maybe like three or four months of collecting bread bags from my, mainly from my colleagues in Rotorua. And then whilst they were collecting, so I don't, you know, you don't have a choice on what colours you get, you just take all the bread bags, yeah. so I've been, I was like collecting for maybe a month, I actually had a, like on the last two days before I was due to take the bread bag poise to Auckland, like I grabbed all my, I grabbed this really cool group of girls, they were from the Pacifica group at Heights, and then I wrote them notes to their teachers to get them out of class, and then we just sat in my office, and we just, we just platted poise for two days, like I, and then I was trying to, you know, hide them from my boss, my HOD, we just pop them and go, kia ora. <laughs> so like that, just that support, you know, from my colleagues, yes. was just amazing, plus obviously the students, That poi was probably my, has been quite a favourite work of mine because that poi was also about, it was about culture, poi, you know, kabaga, <laughs> and then it was about religion because I was, you know, I was looking at bread, you know, and bread and and um, communion and the circle, and so the circle poi, so that that title of that breed was Kote Tinana o Te Kraiti Kafatia Neimoi. So I was like a sacristan, and so was my sister at school, and that's what we would say when we would give the bread to the girls. And so it was a play on on um, religion, and then you know Kapapa Māori like Kapahaka, but it also it was also about that sound. So you know the idea of Fatia and that's broken, broken yeah. like his. Like the Lord breaking being the sacrificed bread. himself oh, for yeah. us, but the breaking of the bread and fatia and fati fati um, tohope or ohope, you know, like that's the idea of onomatopoeia and that sound and fatia. So that's what the, you know, the breaking of the bread and then the hitting of the poi, like that was all like tied into that kopapa, like you know, the multiple meanings of this, of this kopapa. Taking that same concept with the poi, Mariah also asked family to be part of another installation, this time with Kite. And that involved even more um, collective making and it's really like you have your kaupapa and then you have, you know, this collective or this idea of making and you need or I know that I, you know, want to make these large numbers of kite and so a lot of my work is, it has been quite labour intensive it's definitely labour intensive I have this idea in my head of what I want to do and I don't shift from that and if it involves making like 300, 300. Kids, then that's what it involves and I just need to make sure I, how I can do, you know, what I can do to get to my goal when you invite people to these waranga 
there's a lot of interest honestly but you would really get many people so, and that's just how it is right people are busy <laughs> you know so what was good right was was going out to the people so I was more going out to people and having cup of teas with them and teaching them how to do these kitties than I ever was you know like all these makers and all these um Fano and friends and new friends or new people some I didn't even meet um have helped me to do this so and it actually takes a lot of effort like it takes a lot of effort it takes a lot of time to be able to to actually do that it's not an easy thing so social media has been great to so getting things out there and then actually though that kind of way of working is really difficult but yeah what are you trying to achieve and what is actually what are you doing <laughs> you know what's the importance is the importance making the keys yes or is the importance like these relationships so it's been really quite cool and you know one thing that I well, that happened because um, Nimi Naomi Naomi Ngatai she helped me do some as well and so I would pick up some some mahi from her at um uh, Mrs Ngatai's and then on my way over there because she is like you know our mum's neighbour you know our neighbour mum's neighbour just up the road and then I was driving there and I was thinking Oh, Mrs. Ngatai, that's this thing about when you know I was at Matsubishi school, and then I was like, oh, Mrs. Ngatai, she always remembers my name, <laughs> you know. Like, and then when I went there, she was having a cup of tea with her friends, and then she asked me to come and sit down and tell her what I'm doing. You know, you actually don't actually you think that you're connected to your community or your whanau but actually you think you're connected but actually this virtual uh you know online and it's actually disconnecting you more and more from your you know what i think what we value as maori so it's kind of about kura it's definitely about the girls it's definitely about communities collective making um kind of Mm. trying to create experiences as opposed to you know just work on the wall that's why you know, if I am like lucky enough to get Queen Vic as my location for my grad show, you know, that in itself, you know, I might not even need to make anything. I might just place my sound in there because, you know, of the, you know, that the impact of what the site would have. You know, if you walked into yeah. this empty shell of a space which had all these beautiful memories and stuff, and not so good memories, you know, there were some things that were like, you know, as I get more voices or as I go out and get more um, kōrero from the yeah. girls, you know, that is what informs my mahi. It's not like the practice evolves. It's actually activated or it evolves via the people. <laughs> and I think that's been quite, it's been quite difficult because that's just what I how I practice, right? But when you go into, at Wycliffe, you know, that is not the norm. That's probably the norm. That would have been maybe the norm at Massey because I know that that's you know the kaupapa or the kōrero involves what you do it's the kaupapa first and then the work comes through the kōrero or the or, you know or your research um, so but this way it's happening this way yeah so like my peers who are all like very accomplished uh, artists you know they'll use photography and they'll stick with photography they'll make um, they'll paint and then they stick with paint mostly I'm having to kind of think about that more I'm having to kind of like not justify but kind of explain like how I how I'm justifying how I'm actually developing my work am I developing my work or am I developing the research or am I developing the practice and in between study Mariah has taken on another commission this time for the new Waikato University building downtown Tauranga
Yeah, yeah, it'll be, it's a, a contemporary tuku tuku panel. So I'm I'm gonna revisit my <laughs> my love of perspex and acrylic. Kia ora, komarai te mitumua hau i te taho toku māma, ko ngai te rangi ngā tirangi nui te iwi, ko maua o te maunga, ko tauranga moana te moana, uh, kei matapihiau e, e noho ana i te taho toku pāpa, ko tūhoi te iwi, ko manga pōhatu te maunga, ai. For photos of Mariah's artwork and links to her blog, head to rnz.co.nz forward slash tiahika. Kua tai mai ki te mutunga o tēnei hōtaka and that wraps up our series, Toy. Metahuri mai anō hei te wiki at to mai nei. Join the show next Sunday just after the 6 o'clock news. He mihi mahana tēnei kia koutou katoa. Hei kona mai.
before gonna find some peace Indigenous message that formerly Oh